0: Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here, it's right now on French Your Way Podcast welcome to episode 198 of French away podcast episode 198 uh, it has been very uh, long to say but we're nearing uh, we're approaching episode 200 200. that would be so much uh, easier and anyway stay tuned because in this episode there will be a quiz and you can uh, learn a French lesson with me. So coming up in two weeks, you can start uh, already your revision of uh, what you've learned over the last, the past 100 episodes. Um, In today's episode, I'm answering a question from Donovan. I'm going to read it to you right now. Donovan said, Bonjour Jessica. I have been learning French online for two years now using various sources and methods. A few months ago, I began to, fee- to feel as though I had reached a plateau and started searching for additional material. I am very happy to say that I found the French Away podcast. It was just what I needed. I have a long commute, so I listen to a few episodes every day on my way uh, home from work. I started an episode at episode one and I'm now completely caught up. Thank you very much for your hard work. It is very, uh, it is greatly appreciated. Alors, that wasn't the question, uh, but it was a nice comment uh, to, to read. And thank you, Donovan, for sharing a little bit of your, your life with me. And also, I'm glad that it, um, my podcast is uh, helping you. Now to your question. Uh, I have a fairly good understanding of the usage of the imparfait and the passé composé when it comes to most verbs, but I have noticed one area that still eludes me. Uh, when it comes to conjugating avoir and être in the past, I get totally confused. Can you please give uh, some examples of when to use j'étais, so that's the uh, imparfait, uh, versus j'ai été, une passé composé, and when to use j'avais, in their parfait versus j'ai eu, in passé composé. In English, we translate so many things as was or had and that it's hard to understand the difference. I've tried to find material on this, but most of what I have found is not specific to avoir and être. Voilà, that's the end of the question. And I would say uh, understandably so because être and avoir are not um, exceptions as uh, to how and when you use the tenses. So that's why um, you don't talk about uh, these verbs more than you would talk about other verbs. However, I do understand your, uh, your problem. I think the problem, Donovan, and many of you uh, are having is... Um, the translation. So you can't rely on translation and you need to uh, understand the rules between behind the use of the different tenses and be your own uh, judge as um, like to to choose the tense uh, properly. That would be one of the problems. Uh, the the other uh, problem, uh, like a, a seeming difficulty is that uh, être un avoir uh, can be used as uh, just pure verbs or as auxiliary f- verbs and that can create uh, like a mental block and some confusion. In fact, Donovan, you asked me this when you asked me this question. I replied to you that I write. I was right in the middle of, actually, not in the middle. I was on the the, the stretch line to finish writing my ebook, uh, "How to Choose the Right Mood and Tense in French." And today is a great opportunity to tell you about this uh, because I believe that um, the book can help many of you, uh, as it covers uh, common areas of struggles among learners of French regarding uh, the choice of the French tenses. And uh, so back to where uh, I was heading, in fact I was saying that uh, être and avoir can sometimes be used as auxiliaries actually to form the compound tenses, for example the passé composé is formed with the auxiliary être or avoir plus the past participle, uh, so in the present tense, plus the past participle of the verb. And être avoir can be used as like independent uh, uh, main verbs. Uh, I explain the difference and how to tell which is which in the ebook that I just um, mentioned to you, how to choose the right mood and tense in French. And in that ebook, I also give you, I say that because I can't cover everything in a podcast episode. I also give you my two question approach in order to uh, avoid the trap of literal translation and to come up with the right choice of mood and tense uh, for your sentence, there is a whole chapter uh, in the ebook dedicated to uh, the difference between passé composé and imparfait. And Donovan, you say, uh, Should I quote, scroll back up? You have a fairly good understanding of the usage of the imparfait and the passé composé I had made an episode about it that was episode 47 of a French way podcast uh, perfect or or imperfect and uh, so that's in the book as well so for those of you who may not be uh, as confident about the choice of uh, the passé composé versus imparfait tenses like, really, I'm going to say, like, very roughly, uh, un Parfait is going to be used for a description and also for uh, recurring habits, recurring uh, facts. Uh, so they are perfect for childhood memories, for example, because uh, you will set the scene, so you do a lot of descriptions, and you say what you used to do, what you would do, like during your holidays, blah, 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 whereas the passé composé, uh, by the way, cannot be used for descriptions at all, uh, is used... Um, so if I contrast it with uh, the imparfait, imparfait, uh, which is used for habits and recurring uh, actions, the passé composé is used for one-off events. Um, also to list a series of consecutive actions on the timeline. Voilà. So back to episode 47, if you uh, want me to go a bit over one minute uh, on that topic, or uh, to my ebook in the. Uh, être or, or avoir verbs and actually it can apply to any verb but it may be more striking with them uh, you may often find that the tense that you use um sometimes it's not incorrect to use the passé composé or the imparfait but it will change the perspective that you want to give to your sentence so let's see some examples uh, to illustrate and as requested by Donovan as well of these verbs used uh, once in the parfait once in the passé composite tense and we'll explain the difference so quand j'étais petite j'avais peur des loups quand j'étais petite j'avais peur des loups quand j'étais petite would need to be in the uh, imparfait because it's a description it's a reference to time um j'avais peur des loups. So I had, like I was uh, afraid of wolves. Okay. So that's, uh, it's a description of uh, how I was uh, as a little girl. Uh, By the way, it's not true. I was scared of E.T. and still am, by the way. Um, But in my example, we take wolves. So it's a description of how I was as a child. And it's also like the um the habit like i used to you can use used to i used to be scared of wolves a parfait so it's really well there but you could also say quand uh, j'étais petite j'ai eu peur des loups so i had a fear of wolves um implying or not implying you can actually say explicitly Pendant de nombreuses années, uh, puis j'ai eu peur uh, des ogres. So I had a fear of wolves for a number of years. Uh, and then I had a fear of ogres. So here, uh, the perspective is a bit different. We talk about a one point in time one specific uh, period of time when uh, you were little um and in the timeline there are going to be uh, different action the next one being uh, so uh, another fear fear of august so either a description of past habit or uh, a one off in your life one stage in your life it doesn't matter if that stage or phase lasted uh, a long time maybe two years it doesn't matter in the timeline of your life it's just one event and then there's another one coming and then another one uh, then I was afraid of augurs and then I was afraid of uh, clowns and blah 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 okay another example with the verb avoir son oncle a eu un accident de voiture so his uncle had a car accident it's just a one-off so, it would have to be passé composé. Heureusement, il avait sa ceinture de sécurité. So, fortunately, he had his uh, seatbelt on. Here, it is the description. He, he was having it. He, um, yeah, you can picture him with his seatbelt on. Et il n'a eu que quelques bleus. So he only had a few bruises. So yes, they're all translated with had, had, had in English. Uh, in na que quelques bleus. So on that, um, occasion. So he only, the result was only a few bruises. Um, again, the best choice is the passé composé because it's just a, 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 a one time thing. Now, uh, examples with the verb être uh, and change of perspective. Uh, You can say, and that's true, uh, j'ai été étudiante à l'Université d'Angers. So, I was or I have been a student at Angers University. Or, j'étais étudiante à l'Université d'Angers. So j'ai été is in the timeline of my life. I once uh, have been a student and then I found my first job and then I did that and then I did that. So just a one-off amongst many different events. J'ai été étudiante. Or, j'étais étudiante à l'Université d'Angers, if you're referring to, uh if you're making a reference to time, so in that year, or as a student, I was a student in Angers. Or if you're just describing, describing your past student life, just a change of perspective. A last example, um, il est fatigué ce matin, he's tired this morning, car il a été malade toute la nuit. Because he's been sick all night, um, you could also say il était malade toute la nuit. He was sick all night. He's been sick all night. Maybe like means um, so it's not a <laughs> it's not a, a habit. It's not something that's recurring, and it seems that it's uh, over and now he's fine. it's fine. So one off event in the timeline of his life. Or, uh, il était malade, Uh, I don't know, il est fatigué ce matin. Or, il n'est pas venu travailler, he he didn't come to work. Uh, Car il était malade, because he was sick. Here, uh, we're focusing on the description uh, description of his uh, state, of his condition, uh, being sick, actually. So, I hope, Donovan and everyone, uh, that this helps. Again, if you want to check out my ebook, How to Choose the Right Mood and Tense in French, I'm giving you the link and you'll find it in the show notes of the episode, as well as the link to uh, episode 47 that I mentioned earlier. So um, that's FrenchAway.com.au slash French tenses, just in one word, FrenchAway.com.au slash French tenses. I believe this resource to be extremely useful for uh, intermediate students and up to get a bit more confidence about uh, how and when to use um, the French moods and tenses all the different uh, moods and tenses thanks a lot and see you in the next episode of French Away podcast